0: what's tea y'all i know some of you are out there right now having a hard time having problems in your relationships having trouble with life or maybe you're on social media swiping and swiping thinking why can't that be me why can't i do that why well, i'm here to let you know that you can this is Create Your Own Story with Terrell Granette, where we not only help you create your own story, but we let you tell yours too. Let's get into it, y'all. What's good, people? So I'm back with another podcast. I know y'all have missed me, I know, since last Tuesday. But anyways, I'm here with a special guest, even though all my guests are special, and I'm going to have her introduce herself now.
1: Hi, y'all. I'm Carissa Villafania. I'm uh, originally from Oxnard, California. I'm currently living in Oakland, California, though, um, and so I run programs for a nonprofit organization where... Uh, travel organization called Global Glimpse. Uh, We provide international travel to students in the Bay Area, New York, Chicago, Denver, Western Massachusetts. Um, And typically, uh, outside of a pandemic, we're traveling and creating these experiential programs um, where we're traveling to the Dominican Republic, Panama, Ecuador, um, and finally this year, Costa Rica. Um, Yeah, just a little bit about me professionally.
0: that's a lot how did you even get into that
1: um well i think in a lot of ways like (laughs) all of my experiences for sure have led me to where i am today right now really far from home um but i think especially um going to Peace Corps. So right after college, um, I went directly to Peace Corps. So I went to Sacramento State, I studied ethnic studies and then decided that I had no idea what I wanted to do. And a little bit of me wanted to like run away from home at the time. So I signed up for the most like grassroots thing that I could think of, which is Peace Corps. Um, And if anybody knows what Peace Corps is, Peace Corps is a volunteer led service by the US government and it's a a two year commitment. So I was in the Dominican Republic for eventually two and a half years right after uh, college. But anyway, um, while I was in the Dominican Republic, I mentioned before that Global Glimpse uh, travels to the Dominican Republic. So I found out about Global Glimpse while I was there. And um, yeah. I I applied and I, I got hired for the summertime um, as just like a, a summer contractor. And then after the summer was over, uh, Global Glimps offered me a full-time position here in the Bay Area. And I had never been to Oakland before, um, but I packed my bags and I said yes. And I uh, moved to Oakland. I've been here uh, for two and a half years now and I love it.
0: That's cool. And how long have you been doing all this like how like I've been I've known you for years now but we lost touch I mean i was assess with all those people yeah 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 we can talk about that on the podcast too but <laughs> but anyways um I like I never foreseen you going down that path not that I could think of a path that you were going to go down I just didn't see see that and I mean I've had you on social media throughout the years or whatever and I've seen that you're doing these things and I'm like oh that's cool but I didn't I never thought enough to, to ask like oh how'd you get into this and how long have you been doing it for but how long have you been doing it for like how many years has it been
1: yeah i mean right after peace corps i did peace corps two and a half years i've been doing this now two and a half years more after peace corps so i'm so still five,
0: five super years.
1: green and still like very much in uh the first stages of my career um but i guess terrell to answer your question yeah we we were friends nine years ago i was i was remembering today and you and I were friends when um, I was in high school. You were probably in high yeah, school, too, or leaving. I was
0: not in high school. <laughs>
1: um,
0: but yeah, thanks for telling my age. No, i was kidding. <laughs> wasn't in high yeah, school. Yeah. But I was young. I was, like, in my early 20s, maybe. When I started working at Perry Ellis, I, that was my first job. So I started there right after high school. I went to college for a little while, then went to the job. So I probably was, like, when I started there, 18, 19,
1: yeah, man, we were hella young.
0: Yeah.
1: We were little kids. But, yeah, to my point, I mean, it was it's a different Carissa that you knew then, for sure. Yeah. And, um, yeah, man, I, then I went to college, and I was ugly. I was, like, n- n- like not ugly in the face. Obviously, I'm beautiful. But, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but
1: yeah, like, it, it was this, um yeah, college just, like, brought out this, like, ugly, this person that probably you knew at the same time when we were working and um, when we were working together. And honestly, I think what really brought me to where I am today is just this crazy life experience. I had this like traumatic life experience, I should say, um, that happened in college that like really turned my life upside down and that like, Put everything on its head for me and made me choose Peace Corps. And Peace Corps, if anybody knows what Peace Corps is or what that'll do to somebody's life, that'll change a fucking life, man. You are, I was uh, stationed in the Dominican Republic, but on the border of Haiti, so right smack dab in the border, um, in the middle of Haiti and the Dominican Republic. And the um, the community that I lived in was incredibly poor. So I went like. Right back down to like the most grassroots, most organic, like human experience that uh, a lot of people don't get, honestly. And I think that that was like the pivot that like brought me into this venture of where I am now.
0: And so you know, it's my podcast, creation story. I gotta ask, what happened? Like, you can't just <laughs> say that and not tell the people what happened.
1: <laughs> Let's talk about it. um No, yeah, I mean, I went to college um and. I met a boy.
0: (laughs) Always the boys, they ruin your life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he was the love of my life. I think so. His name is Taylor. And uh, yeah, we dated for three years uh, while we were in college. And then our senior year of college was the year that we were graduating. Um, Yeah, we got in a fight. We got in a big fight. And um, we weren't talking for uh, almost a month. And um, I just, I didn't realize how sad he was. I didn't know like what he was going through and a lot of other people didn't either. And um, so yeah, one day, one night I was getting a call from his parents at like two in the morning. And I just, I knew what had happened it like almost internally. Um, but I got the call that Taylor checked himself into a hotel room and he shot himself in the head.
0: Oh, wow.
1: And it was the most, traumatic <laughs> and like a gruesome thing that's ever happened in my life um but also like and I hate to say this but like also the thing that saved my life um because I can't imagine where I would be without that experience I would probably still be that just like selfish ugly person that I was in college um so yeah just a lot of experiences but I think that that was I don't think I know that that was the experience that really turned my life into what it is now.
0: And do you think? Because I know when people, um, I, I want to share something, but I'm not going to just because it's somebody else's story. Yeah, like I, I was affected by it, but I, I know that they listen. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't want put, to like put their story on, on blast. However, I know that I know somebody that tried to do something similar didn't succeed, thank God. But um, did you blame yourself? Or did you feel like, like, how, how was that navigating through those emotions?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, even, I and mean, for anybody that's ever been through an experience like this, no matter what anybody tells you, you're always going. You, you blame yourself, of course. And in that time, and still now, like I battle myself. I I know that ultimately it wasn't my fault because we are all humans, and we all have, uh, we all have the right to make our decisions, and we have that will. Um, but yeah, I will forever have a piece in me that was like, you could have stopped this, or like this is your doing, or whatever it is, you know. Um, So absolutely that. And that's where my heart goes out to so many people that have lived through an experience like this and just have that to live with now for the rest of their lives. And I hope that people take that experience and do with it good rather than beat themselves up for it for the rest of their own lives.
0: Yeah, I totally can uh, not relate 100%, but to the feeling of like, what? could I have done differently or what could I have done more of um if I would have just said one thing like I I still re- like granted the person is fine, but I still replay that in my my mind like Dane. so now any re- any any interaction that we have I try to make sure that it ends on a good note because I never want that person to go back down that path just granted I know it's not my fault um but again like you said there's no matter if it is, if it isn't your father, if it is your father, whatever the case it is, you're always still gonna have some, you're gonna feel some type of blame or some type of, you know, something mm-hmm. that like, I could have done more or I should have done more. Yeah,
1: of course, we're human.
0: Yeah, well, on that note, human. I guess I'm gonna play a song <laughs> so we can uh, lighten the mood up again. Like <laughs> So the song that I'm gonna play y'all, it's Kelly Rowland off of her new EP. It's called Flowers.
2: Hold me down I owe it I know you see me now I'm glowing and I keep saying you
0: song is flowers by kelly Rowland. so with that song it basically talks about giving people their flowers while they're still on this earth i know a lot of times people pass away and you know and then we go to their funerals and give them their flowers then but never sometimes we never really get to the chance to mention to people how much they actually do mean to us Um, since that experience that you have, how have you navigated your relationships um, with people? Has it changed how you handle certain situations?
3: That's
1: a really good question. I'd say that I was like absolutely traumatized (laughs) to be completely honest for a lot of, for a couple of years. Um, So the entire time I was in Peace Corps and a little bit after, I didn't, after Taylor, I didn't date for about three years. Um, and that was like, no dates, no talking to boys. Like, I was just like, I cannot fuck with humans ever. (laughs) That shit hurts. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just like was completely out of that. Um, I'm dating now and I have a really healthy dating life. Um, I'm really proud to say, but I think that especially what that experience did for me was one, allow myself to see um, humans as myself. And really what I said before is not fucking with humans. Like the the last thing that I want to do on this earth is make somebody feel insignificant, make somebody feel like they're unworthy, make somebody feel unloved. Um, because I think that in that time, Taylor was hurt and reaching out and um feeling unloved and what i did at that time was feed that because i was angry of the fight that we had had and somewhere along those lines his him as a human was no longer of importance um or even if it was i was so hurt that i wanted to project my hurt too and so at the end of the day, I didn't really understand or I didn't know how much his hurt was and how big it was and what his capabilities were. We don't know as humans what every, what anybody's capabilities are. And um, it was just that time where he was like, okay, yep, I don't want to be here anymore. And therefore did something about it. Um, and I think what that did on this side is just allow me to one, appreciate and value life to a whole nother level. Um, Kelly Rowland's talking about giving people flowers while they're alive. This is not a coincidence I think, but today is Taylor's birthday and oh, wow. I sent him flowers. So he's got flowers at his house right now with his mommy and his daddy. And I send him flowers for about every holiday for his anniversaries for the anniversaries, birthdays and stuff like that and then the holidays. And here I am going to be sending this man flowers for the rest of my life. Um but what I should have done was love him when he was here and forgiven him when he was here.
0: Sorry. I'm my charger thing was messing. <laughs> uh, no, I totally totally uh totally think that that's a uh quite a quite a like <laughs> that, that's a mind-blowing like you know there's a reason I mean it's good though that you're able to to share your story so people can can hear it and people that are maybe even in his situation yeah. know that uh it doesn't have to be the end I guess you would say
1: absolutely that and it's been hard man I wasn't able to talk about it for a really long time and maybe that's why I'm talking about it today because he's like it's my birthday you can do this baby happy birthday to an angel
0: that's <laughs> amazing. amazing well shifting gears just a little bit I do have a question because I find that you're successful but the question more so is is motivation important and how do you personally motivate yourself
1: yeah motivation is super important I've <laughs> be having those days man where I'm like prying myself out of bed days and weeks where I like, I don't want to do a goddamn thing. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I think I shared with UT that um, in the last shit, how long have I been with her now? Seven or eight months. I have my own life coach. Um, and that's, uh, I've, it's really like gotten me to want to pus- pursue life coaching even more, having a life coach, because I see how beneficial it is. But anyway, a lot of the things that we were working at, at the very start, were like motivation, and sometimes that's motivation for my my um, professional work. Sometimes it's motivation for my personal life. Sometimes it's just motivation for like being alive. Um, but motivation in any sense is incredibly important, and the way that I motivate myself. Um, don't want to be fucking sad (laughs) and that's motivating in itself um but yeah I, I think I have this little thing where I tell myself to choose life and it's like so small and like even almost insignificant but um yeah and I hate to keep going back to this but just going right back to Taylor right like there's a lot of people on this earth that decide not to choose life and um and that's a choice right and there's a lot of people on this earth that still do not choose life in like a spiritual emotional way but they're alive physically and therefore are dead just like on this earth depression we see it in depression we see it when people are just like in these states of negativity and in these states of like shit basically um and I guess for me every day just like this little reminder to choose life and and recognizing and acknowledging that that everything is my choice whether it's my mood my emotions my physical abilities whatever all of those things are my choice um and i I think that that's just like the blanket of all of this is is um wanting to just be happy um or in a happy state
0: yeah, I totally agree. I remember, um, I feel like a lot of times people like to blame people or use a scapegoat as to why they're not happy or as to why they're not motivated. I remember somebody told me once um, <laughs> that I make their self-esteem low.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I said it's called self-esteem. <laughs> How the fuck did I make that low? (laughs) Like, um, I get what you're saying, but like, don't get mad at me because I'm constantly keeping you accountable and telling you the truth. So if you don't make some changes in your life, then of course, you're going to still stay in this certain place. But I personally can't make you unhappy. There may be some things that I do that may make you, you know, feel some type of way, but it's a choice that you you have to, you know, choose every day. I even have like some friends that'll hit me up in the mornings and like talk about whatever they're talking about, whether it be relationship or jobs or whatever, and it's like negative. And I'm like, "So you woke up this morning and you chose violence, not happiness, violence." But now I got to deal with it. <laughs> like, so I'm like, like I don't know. It, it get like some days I'm completely fine, I can listen to, it, but other days I'm just like, "Why the fuck did I answer the phone?"
1: <laughs> That,
0: it, it, it'd be like that, though. Um, so with with everything that you've gone through and we're talking about motivation is willpower. Would you say that it's a it's a skill that you've learned or is it like um, something that you've improved on over time? Or do you think individuals naturally have like a limit?
1: <clears throat> willpower is a fucking habit, man. What was that? I'm sorry. I said I think Will Bauer is a habit. Um, a lot of times, it's something that we like have to work at and have to build. Um, because yeah, I just like going back to those days when like I want to do absolutely nothing, and if it were up to me, um, more most of my days or a lot more of my days would look like doing a lot of nothing when i'm sad or in these like bouts of depression or whatever it is um and how to combat that is like being strong-willed of some sort And, and a lot of times it comes to like mind over matter um and yeah i guess that like internal will to choose life is um it's just that, um, but yeah, it's like something I think that is like constantly worked at too. Um, just the way that we like build these habits for like working out, eating healthy, waking up at whatever time you wake up at. Um, it's the will to like choose positivity over negativity or whatever it is, is I think a muscle that we have to build at.
0: Yeah. I, t- I- One hundred percent, totally agree with you. So over the course of the last, I mean, since we've I've seen you last nine years, like, do you keep in touch with any of those people that we work (laughs) with, friends with, or whatever? No, man, not at all.
1: Um, yeah, since I left Oxnard, I, sadly, but naturally, I think. Um, yeah, I just didn't keep in touch with a lot. There's probably a handful of people that um, I will keep in touch with um, on Instagram uh, every once in a while. My good, good friends, obviously, um, mm-hmm. that I've just like been riding with for a long time. But everybody else, I haven't I? Haven't spoken to. Yeah,
0: years. I haven't. Um, I've seen Edlene, um oh, <laughs> like in target her and um um naomi in target yeah. um a couple months back and it leans on her third child now she's pregnant right now or she might have the baby right now <laughs> um and i remember she didn't even want kids and now you're about to have three <laughs> yeah he <yeah. laughs> um, <Naomi laughs> has i think she has one or two um but i haven't seen the only person that i sometimes um converse with is um, Alfonso oh um, god so we had Yo, a falling all out of these
1: names are so like <laughs> foreign to me until just now
0: You're like, oh
3: yeah I remember him
0: <laughs> but um, we had a falling out um, because I, I don't care I'll say it on the podcast <laughs> we're good now but our friendship is not the same like so he came out of the closet and I was like completely shocked um, I mean and I remember saying this and they were like, oh, are you shocked? And I was like, yeah. I was like, well, I never thought he was getting pussy, but I never thought he was getting dick. Like <laughs> That never crossed my mind.
2: <laughs> um, and
0: so I was like happy for him. Like, you know, like this is your coming out stuff or whatever. I went with him to like the gay bar, you know, to do him, like, do you? Like, I'm proud I'm happy for you. And I remember um, his boyfriend at the time had, um, we had mutual. I had a mutual friend with his boyfriend. Actually, a couple, because I guess they went to school with him. So it was about to be Alfonso's birthday. I and I was like, oh, let's plan a surprise birthday party for him. And he's like, I don't know if he's gonna. You know, he doesn't really like surprises. And I'm like, yeah, nobody likes surprises. But like, when it's a good surprise, at the end of the day, like, you're like, oh, okay, it's not a big deal. So we started planning it, and then he ended up telling Alfonso. Well, Alfonso got upset that I was speaking to his boyfriend.
3: Uh, I'm like,
0: Alfonso, I'm not gay. One. And even if I was gay, you think that lolled me to think that I would do something with your dude? Uh,
3: um,
0: and he was mad for years. And um, I mean, years. Like I tried to reach out, it would ignore me. And I remember I was at Sally's getting hair dye one time. And he um, walks into the store. He sees me and just walks right out. <laughs> that shit pissed me off. I was like Cause I did, I did nothing to you but try to throw you a party and you're
2: mad?
0: Like um so I hit him up and I was like this is uncalled for. Like you should be able to shop in a store without like feeling any type of way, like you know? Yeah. Um so we end up squashing the beef. Um we always say that we're going to hang out but we haven't.
2: Mm-hmm. And this
0: was years ago so now and he has a different boyfriend now and everything. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't, I don't really talk to any of them. Um, and this sounds bad, but I don't really care to talk to any of them. (laughs) Not in a bad way. It's just that like you, like, I feel like every few years, um, friends, like they run their course. Yeah. Um, and that there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but like, you know, like I feel like you served your purpose. I don't know what it was, but I mean, you served your purpose in my life, and it's you know time to let you go, um, kind of thing. So that that's just personal to me. That's why I really don't talk to, to any of them. No bad blood or anything. But I, I feel that that happens every couple of years. I switch friends.
2: Uh, <laughs>
0: you, like it was, I had a transitioning this past year, like on Thanksgiving. I said, you know what? I'm changing my number. Yeah. I feel like I'm too accessible. Uh. Uh-uh. So if you want to talk to me, you hit me up on social media, and I'll respond if I feel like it. Um, but um, yeah, I've like gone through so many friends, and I always say, and I was having this conversation with somebody yesterday, um, and I'm like, at a certain point, if I keep losing these friends, I gotta think, what am I doing? <laughs> and you know, because like that's yeah. just common sense. Like, you, I can't always be everybody else. At a certain point, like you gotta see the role that you play in the situation. Granted. Uh-huh. I think I'm an amazing friend like, <laughs> yeah. and um, I, I want to say it's never been my fault why I lost these friends and and I think that to be true um, and I'm gonna stick to that um, <laughs> but I mean at some point I have to see like oh I could have done things differently so even to go back to what we were saying about like um, choosing to be happy choosing these things and and making sure that we when we are in these different types of relationships that we, you know, leave on good notes or leave on anything. So I always tell people, like if i ever, if I ever do anything to you that may hurt your feelings or do any, you know, anything type of thing, please let me know because that's never my intention. One. And two, I don't want to make those same mistakes with the next, the next person that comes up into my life. Um, but they never do. But they never do. Um, <laughs> um, so I'm left to think that I'm, you know, not perfect, but near.
2: <laughs> See,
0: you haven't changed one
2: goddamn bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I've grown, like.
2: You are grown. I've grown. I've grown. grown. I've
0: changed, <laughs> but I've grown. Um, it's funny that you say that. People say, like, I've seen, I was in the store one day and someone, um, I was saying something to one of my friends and somebody that I went to high school with was like, damn, you ain't changed at all. And I'm like, I feel like that's a compliment.
3: Like, cause there's some
0: people like, there's some people that like flip on you, like
3: wholeheartedly.
0: And I'm like, I'm glad that I'm not that person. Like what you see is kind of what you get. And I feel like I've always been like that. Like I used to read People for They Rise, but even Crystal, um, remember her?
3: No.
0: Um, Crystal, I don't, she had a kid. I don't want to put her business on Front Street. Um, I could like say something that would um, re- remind you of her, but I'm not going to say that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you offline. But um, yeah, I used to read her for all her rights and just, you know, be reckless with my mouth. So I have a little more tact now.
1: It's the mm-hmm.
2: only
0: thing that's changed. Um,
1: the filter's responsible.
0: Exactly. Um, so I'm going to play another song right now Tony Braxton, thought for her new album. Um, and the song's called and It's one of my favorite songs right now. Here we go.
2: And I you wouldn't just let me walk out the door for no 'Cause it's not our season, so I don't know why I keep falling, keep falling. Ain't no use in starting when you're telling me every single feeling I'm feeling is wrong. And I keep falling. I don't say this too often, but this is how I really.
0: was Toni Braxton falling off of her latest album called spell my name so with that she basically dictates and talks about how she knows that they always fight they argue but somehow she keeps falling in love um so it's very it sounds very toxic
2: um (laughs)
0: but my question in regards to love and stuff do you think that um you need love to be happy that us humans need love to be happy? I think so. And yeah. to what extent?
1: Um, I mean, there's that like very essential piece of love, right? Like you need to, um, I think that like, I don't know what like the five dimensions of like an essential human needs. Um, I don't remember what they are exactly, but one of those is like, um, like safety, right? Like feeling safe in your environment and feeling safe as a human being to be able to flourish essentially and and to be able to like just operate on a like positive manner. Um, And I absolutely think that people need love. Love is at the basis of this. If you don't have love, then what what is the opposite of that? Um, What do you have then? Um, I think that what's most important is self-love first. Um, That's where a lot of, I think, issues come in relationships, um, codependency and um, things like that, where one person or both people don't love each, don't love themselves enough or don't love themselves um, to the extent that they need to to be able to love and to give love to someone else. Um, But I guess to answer your question, yeah, love a show. <laughs> we need it. We need yes, it. We need it.
0: And do you think that you can, uh, do you, do you feel that people, let me rephrase this. Do you think that there's somebody in the world for everybody? Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So.
3: Why?
0: Because you got it like when you, uh, I'm going to make a point and you're going to be like, oh, I guess, you know, watch, if you don't go like that, <laughs> then something wrong with you. So, <laughs> so I think about it like this though, when you see people that are not able where they whether they be like handicapped in some sort of fashion or just not mentally able to actually be in a relationship because of whatever the reason i feel like that when we say there's somebody for everybody i feel like that kind of goes out the window because that would mean that there's somebody for those people and that might not be possible
1: but it might be (laughs) <laughs>
0: so there, there's a will there's a way
1: Yeah, and there's so many people on this earth and they're they're fetishes and they're like people not to say that that would be a fetish um but I watch they're, your like, words. Like, they're just can you like you could imagine right like yeah. I don't know you like feet you like feet maybe you don't like feet but there are some people that fucking love feet right yeah. and just like, there are just some people that like have these outrageous, um, and like, not also not say that that's outrageous, um, but just these like different, um, forms of love or like wants for love. And who's to say that somebody doesn't want that? I think that on this planet Earth, we could find somebody.
0: Oh, I- Agree to disagree. (laughs)
1: Yeah, for sure. (laughs)
0: Um, um, But uh, do you believe that you can be happily single then?
1: Yeah, I believe that too. I did that. I did that for a few years. And I think that uh, going back to that self-love, what really allowed me to, like, not want to fuck with anybody else and, like, really allow me to be happy on this, like, so foundation, like on a very foundational basis, was that I was trying to love myself so hard after this thing that had happened in my life. And honestly, in the time that I was in the Dominican Republic, that's the that's the most that i that I loved myself for sure. That's the most organic love that I gave to myself, I think.
0: And what what does that look like to you? Like, what did that look like to you?
1: Yeah. It was very spiritual Um, and that's something that I'm like, I wish that I had more of right now Um, and I don't know due to a lot of things, I'm sure, Um, but one of the things I think is like this Western lifestyle Um, back in the Dominican Republic, I was living very poorly. I got a full face of makeup right now, baby, and you couldn't find makeup in my home then. Like, just the little things that are important to me now um, had no significance then, right? I was just this, like, organic person um, that was was worried about other things that were actually important um, and that had substance, and not to say that I am not now, but it was just, like, this it was like the most organic Carissa then. Um, Whereas now just like there's social media, there's work, there's um, like wanting to be better and more successful and and be faster and more productive. Um, Whereas then it was just living in this, living in this uh, like spiritual space where I was constantly every day trying to find a little bit more about myself um and growing in doing so and that was just like really brought me back to my core
0: that's amazing so after finding yourself and find loving yourself are there things that you wouldn't allow in your future relationships um, that you did allow prior to this
1: oh yeah I got boundaries. I got boundaries <laughs> like a motherfucker. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I'm, uh, I'm guilty in like not letting people know what my boundaries are off the bat. So that's something that I need to work on. Um, but yeah, I think that like, I, and obviously every relationship is a lesson and it's a, like space to learn. Um, but there are absolutely things that I do not put up with or things that uh, are like hard nose for me and all of those things, uh, whether I voice them at the beginning or whether they like when they start happening, um, it's really important. And I try to do this as often as, as and as much as I can is like putting a hard stop to it at the first time and not going back. I'm a hard believer, and this is like a fault uh, too, I think. Um, but I'm just a hard believer, no running back. Like if, if we're going to try this and we're going to do this, I can do this twice, three times too many.
0: And that's helped you out?
1: That's helped me out.
0: <laughs> awesome. I so. I know, because I feel like a lot of people don't really know how to, to love themselves or they don't know what boundaries are. And I know some people now that are, are have let so much stuff slide. And I look at the problems and I'm like, that's not that big of a problem. But because you've let certain things slide so many times that it's built up. So it's not that big of a problem. But in your heart, in in everything that you feel, it's it's everything right now. That's and cool. sometimes there's no going back from that. And that's partly because you didn't put these boundaries up and you didn't stop these things from these things are happening.
1: Yeah, and it's a little bit more, it's a little bit like, I'm all about forgiving, um, because I think that that's like an underlying factor to that. And I think that that's where people get confused. Um, And also, we were talking a little bit about codependency before I touched on it. Mm -hmm. And I think that like loving yourself really combats that codependency um because motherfuckers out here thinking that like we we need to be with someone and that's not true um and I personally too have been in relationships or in situationships for far too long like letting things go back we're running back once two three four times um and uh just like find myself looping sometimes. And that's why I'm so like hard on those stops now, because once I find myself in a cycle, it's got to stop. And stopping cycles, putting an end to that chain is one of the hardest things to do. But that's where uh, really choosing yourself and choosing life um, comes into play.
0: Perfect. So I'm going to ask you my favorite question I ask everybody you probably heard it that's the only thing I when I do these podcasts I'm like so now when people are on the podcast and they've listened to enough of them they are gonna know this question so they're gonna come prepared so I'm gonna have to switch it <laughs> up a little bit but the question is and I think you probably heard of it is that if you had 10 minutes with God or whoever you believe see she's ready <laughs> um, <laughs> but if you had 10 minutes with God what would what would you ask him what would be that one question
1: yeah yeah i cheated i said hear that so i was prepared <laughs> <laughs> no i'm kidding though but when i when i heard this i was like man tea is stumping people like that's yeah. such, such a hard thing it's such a hard question like, what do you ask the the everything This almighty yeah. that knows everything <laughs> um uh and i guess like to give you a little bit of backstory of why I'm thinking of this. Um, have you ever heard of ayahuasca? Yeah. Okay, so I, I've done ayahuasca four times now. And in my you first- you wanna tell the
0: people what it is just in case they don't know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so ayahuasca is a Southern American-
0: Oh my goodness. Oh, I'm so sorry. Go on. I guess they will call back. Hey. I'm doing a yeah I'm doing a podcast I'll call you after five because I have another one after this one. Yeah, no worries. Okay, bye. Sorry, it's I put this on a thing, but because it's hooked to my computer, I had no. It just came through. (laughs) Damn, but you're good.
1: Cool. Um. Yeah, I was saying, ayahuasca is a South American um, entheogenic brew. It tastes like ass, but it's incredible. It's a psychedelic substance that people use for religious, shamanic, spiritual purposes um, in many parts of the world. And where I did it specifically was in the Sacred Valley of Peru. Um, And yeah, man, I've, I've gone back twice and I've done four ceremonies. So I've drank four times. And anyway, um, in one of my first experiences with ayahuasca, I remember being in the state of bliss. And um, I remember my mind going to a place where I, I was existing, like my spirit was existing. And I should say also that ayahuasca allows for ego death. If anybody knows about ayahuasca one of the most pertinent things that ayahuasca does for a human being is ego death and i think that that's been like one of the most important things in my life after ayahuasca but um yeah i was saying i was in this state of just like existing with the entire universe and it was the first time like we know that right like your brain we've learned about this we've done research on this we we know that somewhere in our brain but to really understand it T and to live it is something so incredible that like cannot be explained. I really think that every human should do ayahuasca before they leave this earth. Um, but I guess my question to God would be from that experience is what the fuck are we here for? Like, what is what is this experience? Not what does it mean? Not what is our purpose? Not Like, what is this, what is the human experience? Um, Because so much of what I've, what I think about humans and our experience now after that particular experience is that we're just like, we're just uh, like uh, conscious being aware consciousness being aware of ourselves, and none of this shit even matters. (laughs) That's why when we put so much substance and so much emphasis on social media, on how we look, on what we wear, in, on our relationships, on these fights, on what's going good, what's going bad, at the end of the day, and this is what I try to remind myself of so often, is none of this shit even matters. None of this shit even matters. <laughs> um, so I would want to know from God.
0: Perfect. So I have another question. That I haven't asked anybody yet. When My brother gave me this question because he asked me and I was like, oh, damn, that's a good one. Like, and I'm like, oh, i got to have to use that now. The podcast since people already know the guy one coming up. But if you can speak to three people, past, present or future, doesn't matter. What who who would those three people be? Like if you guys had a conversation together and what would the conversation be about?
3: Oh, oh, oh.
1: Um firstly Selena Quintanera, of course. <laughs> um, and my question to her would be why is she such a bad bitch? Well, I'm just gonna, <laughs> uh, <laughs> my question would to her would be like I guess how she really felt at the time or how she feels um about being a young pop star and like an icon to young girls um, and I guess how she plans to like be better the thing with Selena is that she died so young that like she didn't get to pursue her life in I think the ways that she wanted to but um, that'd be cool know. Another one, um, I would love to talk to, I think I would love to talk to Gandhi. <laughs> That'd be a crazy experience. Yeah. Um, be. yeah, I think that I would, I would like to know like his pivot experience. I think that every human has a pivotal experience. You I'm sure too. Like this experience where this experience that like made you choose whatever it is, your passion, your like the fire, whatever it is. Um, and yeah, he's just like such an icon for peace. Um, and I don't know if he was just born that way, but I would want to know like, what was his pivotal moment?
0: That's awesome. And the third person.
1: Um, Hmm. My cousin, Joel, my cousin, Joel passed away a couple years ago. Um, uh, like super abruptly too. he, to this day, I don't even think like anybody really knows, but he was also fighting with his girlfriend at the time and then, um, got in the car with his best friend and they were driving over on rice. Uh, if you've ever drove by rice, um, or on rice, Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those, one of those train, uh, stops, he was driving through and the train was coming. And one of the things that he always liked to do, and I hated this, um, was that when the train was coming, he would, um, and the thing, the rails would come down, he would try to beat the train or he would beat the train, um, and go through the rails, like do like a, a, a or zag um, and he was just so dumb for always doing that you do it in the car with all of us um and on this particular day he missed it and the train hit them and my cousin and his best friend died um uh so yeah like going. just touching on ayahuasca though again too I've, I've gotten to spend time with his spirit under ayahuasca, which is incredible but I guess the question that I would have for him is when the fuck we party next <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing I miss him that's my baby I really miss him he's just like such an incredible spirit um, of a person and and very much still alive in so many ways I think so I just want to know when I'm going to see him next um, um, yeah, I feel trapped
3: tears overflowing
0: just the kind of like the epitome of your story in a sense of how like you've had through pain and everything but now you're kind of flying free but with everything that has gone on just within the last year with the pandemic with the social I know you're waiting for this question too social injustice and uh the presidency and and everything like how has 2020 um, helped you evolve, change? Did you get anything of it that you didn't get out of the previous years? Like, how has it helped to find who the person that you are or the person that you're becoming?
3: Yeah,
1: I don't know that I was uh, preparing for this question actually, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad you asked it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. I mean, 2020 has been incredibly different in so many ways, and um, just like such a pertinent year for so many of us right um personally 2020 for me was not half bad (laughs) I would say um it was terrible to be aware of all of the deaths and obviously people getting sick and being afraid of that sickness Um, kind of engulfing our own circles and our families and um, us too, like lost loved ones. Um, But I think what 2020 did for me personally was really allow me to consider the real importance of life, um, especially in, in the earlier times of quarantine when we were stuck at home with our units and um, I mentioned that I'm currently in Oakland, California. This is so far away from home for me. Um, so I live in a home uh, in Oakland Hills with five other people, with five roommates. Um, and uh, we got quarantined together here in March. And I really built a like little family away from my family with this, with this home and with these people and really was able to make these connections that like just kept me going and I feel really lucky that I had people in my unit um, to really just keep me alive right whether that was like cooking dinners together hanging out together playing board games because we're so fucking bored I got really lucky to be in a space that was safe and full of love and connections. And a lot of people weren't. There was a lot of people that were quarantining alone in their apartments that couldn't see their families, that couldn't see their friends. Um, And yeah, so I I think this year, also I didn't lose my job, thank God. Um, And I've been healthy. I I haven't caught the, the virus and I've been incredibly healthy all year. Um, My immediate family is all healthy and alive. And so I think what this year has done to me when so many other people are going through tragedy and through pain has really allowed me to see the blessings in my own life from the little things to the big things. And I hope that it's something that I never take for granted is these blessings and understanding that I am just so incredibly blessed On a level that so many other people don't get um and with that wanting to do something wanting to be more wanting to like give blessings as well because i know that
0: that's amazing so before i let you go is there anything that you would like to share with people anything where they can find you or anything that you want to to let them know
1: yeah um Find me on Instagram. I'm Kiki Priori. That's K-I-K-I-A-P-R-I-O-R-I. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, then thank you so much, T. Honestly, this is really, really cool. And it's incredible to see you on your own journey, um, okay, so. especially as I mentioned before, I'm like just dabbling into barely my own journey of becoming a, a life coach. Mm-hmm. Um And I hope that I can be of service to people. I'm like so terrified of this experience. I think that this is like one of the things that has uh, like really scared me the most to do, because I'm like, I don't want to fuck people up, like give them the
2: wrong
3: advice
1: or ask the wrong questions. But at the end of the day, uh, it like all comes back to, to Human choice, right? And and um, knowing that I'm going to be here and be present and and doing my best uh, to give, not necessarily advice, but just to ask people the right questions to allow them to to come to those conclusions on their own. So anyway, um, I'm gonna say it right here: I'm gonna be a life coach, and I'm gonna be a great life coach.
0: Yes, you are. Yes, you are. It was my pleasure having you, and just. Connecting again after yeah you, know, you said nine years, um and can't you see black don't crack now I'm playing <laughs> I see it I
2: see it <laughs> um but no it was
0: really great just to get to to speak with you again and to 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 connect um yeah so um we will talk soon again and everybody please 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 check her out follow her and uh, just have a great beautiful day and choose um, happy
1: yeah choose life yes
0: and that's all we have for you today i hope you enjoyed yourself on this episode of create your own story with tarot garnett we'll catch you next time